are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how's it going? It's going great. How about you? Crazy weekend. Yeah, it's it's going really well here. It's it's spring break for me, so uh, a little bit of catch up time on on football stuff and on everything else, which which comes at a perfect time because uh, the draft is is about a month away now, uh, and I, I don't know. I still feel a little bit behind on on these prospects. I, do. uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you can ever be totally ready for it from a from a dynasty perspective, but I'm. I'm trying to have a crash course this week. No, I hear you. I always feel like I'm behind, but it's the nature of the beast. You can always do more. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to I'm gonna try to do that this week. Um, we, we've got to start, Matt, talking about these trades that went down late last week. And I know, uh, I know Kate and Marcus hit on this yesterday, but uh, I, I've got to hear your thoughts on uh, what each of these teams were thinking. And, and we'll, we'll start. Uh, I guess at the top with San Francisco, they move from 12 up to three. They give up essentially three first rounders uh, to to go up there. I mean, it's it's obvious that you only make that kind of move for a quarterback. Yeah. What are you thinking there? Yeah, and they're an aggressive organization with a lot of job security at the GM and head coaching positions. They're a year away from being a Super Bowl team. They didn't give up any players from this, you know, from Nick Bosa didn't have to be part of the package. So I think they look at themselves, even with Jimmy as a contender, but realize that he can't be trusted and counted on and doesn't have as high a ceiling as they want. And I think that the two aspects that don't get talked about a lot are their future firsts first that they give up are assuming going to be 20 or later, hopefully in the 30s. And now they're going to have a cost control quarterback situation for the next five or six years. So, you know, they'll be a little bit more active in free agency or whatnot, assuming Jimmy's not in the equation, even if it's a year from now that he's gone. Yeah, and we'll get into more of who that pick might be at three uh, in just a few minutes. Let's uh, let's move down to Miami. So Miami drops to 12. This was, I mean, this felt like a dynasty league. You you, yeah. you know, you see these moves, you see these draft pick trades. First of all, it was it was fairly rare because we're a month out. Usually you see these kinds of trades either during the draft, maybe it's the day before, a couple days before. But to see a pair of moves back-to-back, obviously calculated by Miami, um, happen a month away from the draft really just was, was so surprising. But uh, Miami drops to 12 and then trades back up to the sixth spot. Um, so it, it immediately felt like, okay, they trust Tua. They feel good about Tua. And then they get back into six, which could still be quarterback territory. Um, what do you think that the Dolphins are doing here? Well, I want to lump one little thing in together with the Eagles and the Dolphins. Like to your point, I think it's smart that you drafted a guy last year in Hurts and Tua that you're not going to give up on. You're, gonna, you're in a great position with draft picks to add a lot of stuff over this next year and this next draft. And if Hurts and or Tua really bottoms out this year, 
you have all these future picks that you can have an insurance policy at the quarterback position. So both these teams have that in common. That's about it, though. I mean, Miami's trying to build a dynasty, you know, a, a big-time contender and, and win now, where the Eagles are sort of taking a step back, got hit hard from salary cap. They need cheap, young assets. But Miami, to me, is the biggest winner in this whole move because I think at three, they would be fighting in their war room of between Chase, Pitts, Penesul. Now, you know three quarterbacks are going to be gone that decision will be made for you, more or less. You know, you're still going to get one, and you pick up a future first. Yeah, they they may still have their choice of those guys. Maybe, so, yeah. I mean, we're we're seeing some mock drafts, and we're going to look at one today. We're seeing some mock drafts with uh, four quarterbacks in the top four picks. Um, so, yeah, they, they could still have their choice. And, I mean, really this feels like a three-team trade where both Miami and Philadelphia pick up future assets uh, and and move out of that quarterback range, which, you know, while it's been talked about, they, they probably were not considering quarterback uh, no. for either team. So They wouldn't have moved if they were. Right. So we feel better about Tua. We feel better about Jalen Hurts. Uh, and you already kind of hit on Philadelphia. They pretty much have to be thinking best player available, and, and they've got the option to do that at 12, right? That's my thoughts, too, is even at 6, there wasn't a slam dunk home run. I mean, I don't think Jamar Chase was ever going to fall to six, no matter what. Uh, moving back makes sense. Again, that's insurance for next year to get a quarterback. I'm not even sure it's going to be an offensive player at 12. Could be. I mean, if a Bama receiver's there, you gladly take him. Maybe it's Micah Parsons or, you know, whomever you like, or you move again. So uh, I just think Philly needs young draft picks, high-end draft capital, and that's what they get here that's cheap. You don't think Chase falls to six? I don't know that if I was Philly before this trade that I would be confident that he did. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. Because uh, I think that I think he's a very good chance he's a Bengal. I think there's a really good chance that, I mean, yeah, I, I think that he could go four or five. It's just kind of keeping your fingers crossed. Yeah, and we could still see uh, Atlanta move out of that four spot as well. Sure. Matt, let's get to it. Uh, today, we did this last week. I uh, I love the activity, the exercise, though, and, and we got a good one. We got a brand-new mock draft from Lance Zerline uh, over at NFL.com who, you know, there, there's a lot of voices in this space, especially this time of year, right? Uh, but Lance Zerline is, is definitely one of the most trusted. Uh, I know when I'm trying to narrow down the, the handful of, uh, of draft experts that I really trust. Um, he's, he's, he makes the list certainly. Oh, so, yeah. uh, we're going to look at the, uh, the one round mock draft that he released just a couple days ago, uh, on NFL.com. It starts at the top with Trevor Lawrence, uh, number one to the Jacksonville Jaguars, of course. And then what's looking like, uh, more and more and more of a sure thing pick Zach Wilson, to the New York Jets at two. Uh, that was that was another, you know, another thing that came out of the series of trades was that the Eagles were considering trading up to three um, to possibly take Zach Wilson before they ultimately decided he would not be there. So, but didn't we all know that he wasn't going to be there? 
Right, <laughs> like, right. Do you, do you feel like Wilson to the to the Jets is a sure thing at this point? Ninety nine percent. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, yeah. I think that I think they're trying to trade Darnold, and if they make it obvious that Wilson's their guy, they can't get quite as much for Darnold. But I also think I know this is what we plan on talking about. But if I think this trade might facilitate a Darnold trade now, because all of a sudden three of the five quarterbacks are gone. If I'm Carolina or Denver. The Bears, uh, Washington, maybe I realize I can't get in the top three anymore. I'll make an offer for Darnold. Yeah, I, I get that. I mean, I just look at those teams that you mentioned, Locke and Denver, um, Dalton and Chicago. Is Sam Darnold better than any of those guys? Yeah. Bridgewater and Carolina, right? Like, I, I think I it's mean, a real consolation cut him loose. Right, yeah. right. If they cut him loose, if they just outright release him – then yeah, you, sure. you maybe you scoop him up and and hope hope it works. But to give up a, a third rounder, which is the price being thrown thrown around, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I mean, know. maybe maybe one of those teams does it, but it, it doesn't seem it doesn't seem like Sam Darnold's going to be a starter in twenty twenty one in this league. Maybe he's. I know we don't have a ton of time, but maybe he's in a Winston situation where he ends up in. Tampa or Pittsburgh and is the clear backup and just sits for a year somehow, you know? Yeah. And, and maybe that's Washington. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That could be Washington as well. Uh, the third pick here, San Francisco, kind of the one on the hot seat. And of course this mock draft did come out uh, following the series of trades. Zerline has the 49ers taking Trey Lance. So uh, the, the, the names of course being thrown around are primarily Trey Lance and Justin Fields. Uh, do you have a, a feeling on which one it might be or and which one would you consider there? See, to me, we had a real good conversation on this on Monday on Peacock and Williamson. He's really died, dialed in with the, the Niners, Brian. And right now, Vegas odds for the number three pick overall, the favorite is Mac Jones. I don't know if you knew that. I, I've seen that. Yeah, I, actually, I didn't know he was the, the Vegas favorite, but that has been the rumor that they were in on Matt Jones. They went to his pro day instead of Justin Fields. And, you know, I don't look too much into those things though. They could be smoke. Right, right. Talk about what does that really mean? Or maybe that's a smoke screen. Um, I I don't know that you, you trade up for this pick, not knowing who you're taking. Oh, they have to know, or they should all be fired. Yeah, they know. Yeah, they know. Right, right. They know who they're taking. Um, so going to pro days and all that stuff, I agree with you. I, I don't know that that really matters uh, at all. Yeah, I don't mean to challenge Lance on Lance, but to me, <laughs> he's the worst fit of the three. Like, Mac Jones is such a quick processor, get it out quick. He's very Schaub, Cousins, Ryan, Shanahan-like. Lance, mm. I'm very high on, but for this system... He's the least accurate of these five quarterbacks by a mile. I mean, accuracy after the catch, putting it, you know, six inches in front of the numbers, Bill Walsh style is super important, where Fields is much more accurate than Lance. So I think it's much more of a Fields versus Mac Jones conversation. And again, they know the answer. We don't. Yeah, yeah. Really good stuff, and it's going to be another month of this, trying to figure out and, and decipher all the moves being made. Uh, Matt, when we come back, we'll continue the first-round mock draft from Lance Zerline. I mentioned betting odds there with the third pick. I mean, if you're going to do any kind of betting, you got to do it on Bet Bet BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. 
Football might be over, but there's all kinds of draft prep or props and all kinds of futures bets. NBA, we got uh, you know the, the NCAA tournaments coming down to the the, the the wire here. NHL playoffs aren't too far away. Uh, Bet Online even covers you know TV shows and reality TVs and awards and all those type of things. There's real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best place to play place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Um, head to the website or use your mobile device and make sure you use our promo code locked on all one word. Um, that, that, that promo code locked on will receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's free money. 50%, um, bet online, your online sports book experts. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcast. Matt, let's get back into the Lance Zerline mock draft. He had Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, and Trey Lance going off 1-2-3 uh, with the sixth pick, Miami, of course, who was involved in the uh, in the trades last week, he's got Jamar Chase falling to them. I think they would quickly scoop up Jamar Chase here. You agree? One hundred percent agree. Um, there's all kinds of rumors, and they make perfect sense that Burrow is is actively lobbying for Chase. That would make a ton of sense to me. Um, I'm not sold that Penny Sewell will definitely be Cincinnati's pick. I could see that being Chase or Pitts. But, again, like we talked about in the first segment, Miami's going to get a premier player, maybe even Penny Sewell. Uh, they just sit back and take what they give them. And in this case, they have their choice of them and take Chase, and I don't blame them one bit. I don't either. Uh, 1.07, the Detroit Lions. We have talked a lot about uh, their need on offense, especially at the receiver position. They take Devontae Smith. Uh, that might have been that same pick we had last week on our mock so. from Pro Football Focus. Uh, I think you you kind of question that, you know, does he fit the the bill there in Detroit with kind of that more old school football guy kind of uh, kind of kind of coaching staff? Are are you taking the undersized receiver? Eh, we'll see. Yeah. They certainly need. I, mean, I don't have a problem with it. The receivers are really bad there. He's just. This seems like that staff would not take a hundred and seventy pound receiver with their first pick ever. 1.08 Carolina takes Mac Jones. Uh, you know, a week ago, a couple weeks ago, this would have felt like a reach. Now it feels like he's he's dropped to eight. So it's uh, it's all <laughs> about crazy, perception yeah. this time of year. But uh, it does it does certainly feel like at this point, Mac Jones will be uh, he, he's going to be a top ten pick. Oh, I think so. I, I I honestly think he's going three, which I don't condone, but I think he's going three. So would, if he if he does go as high as three to San Francisco, that offense that we that we like, that coaching staff we trust, uh, how much would he be moving up your ranks? I think I've said this a lot here that more and more, the older I get, the wiser I guess, presumably funny uh, is landing spot might be more important than talent, and this would be the best example of that. I almost feel like the Niners won't screw up anyone they get, and I just want to trust Shanahan. So even if that's Mac Jones who doesn't run, I would boost him an, another tier from where I had him before. Okay. All right. 1.09, Denver gets a quarterback as Justin Fields falls. 
they take Fields here at the ninth pick. That would feel like a gift. Right. Me too. I was going to say the same thing. And I was going to add, you know, I bet Atlanta's phones now are ringing like crazy. And I would think Denver, New England, Carolina, although they probably wouldn't, you know, make a move within the division, are calling Atlanta like crazy to get Fields, Lance Jones, whomever they like. Yeah. Uh, Another player that would be falling, according to this mock draft, is Kyle Pitts, a name we haven't called yet. He falls all the way to the New York Giants at 11. Of course, they already have Evan Ingram. We've talked about Pitts maybe to Philadelphia um, and some of the other landing spots. It doesn't matter who you have at tight end. Adding Kyle Pitts would be a good idea. Oh, without question. I think he's the second best prospect in this draft. Um, again, no disrespect to Lance. Running mock drafts is hard, and Pitts doesn't always have an obvious landing spot. I would mm-hmm. lose my mind if he was not a top 10 pick. So in this scenario, Pitts to the Giants. They add Kenny Galladay. Maybe Daniel Jones is looking a lot better. Heck yeah. He already is, in my yeah. opinion. Not that I totally yeah. trust him, but he runs. We said with the move down to 12, the Eagles could be looking for best player available. Uh, and according to this mock draft, that would be Alabama wide receiver Jalen Waddell. See, I think that's the home run. If you can move to 12 and a Bama receiver falls to you, that's the dream scenario if you're Philly. After 12, we go uh, nearly to the end of the first round before we see another offensive skill pl- skill player chosen, uh, all the way down to 27. Uh, so we go from 12 to 27 with uh, a focus on defense and offensive linemen. Baltimore at 27 takes Terrace Marshall, and right after that, New Orleans at 28 takes Elijah Moore. A couple of wide receivers we like quite a bit. Don't necessarily view them in the same tier as as Waddle and Smith and Chase, uh, but this would certainly boost their value. Yeah, Baltimore needs the the bigger, you know, they ask them to block, um, prototypical receiver. And I've seen Marshall linked to Baltimore 27 a lot lately. I think including Mel Kuyper, who's very doubt in in the Baltimore world. And I keep thinking one of these spaced guys, Moore, Moore, Tony, whomever, would be perfect for New Orleans to compliment Thomas and Kamara, you know, get them in space. Yep. Uh, the last pick of the first round, uh, we had a similar one uh, on a, on another mock draft we did where the Bucks went running back, uh, but this time the first running back off the board is Clemson's Travis Etienne. Uh, certainly would be a big boost to his dynasty value. He's currently being viewed, you know, probably as the two or three in, in most rankings. Uh, this this could possibly push him up to one, and and it I think most people would be surprised if he was chosen before Najee Harris. Yeah, I could see it though. I mean, he's a very explosive player, uh, accomplished receiver, um, big play option. I think Brady would enjoy ATN. You know, added to their all their weapons, that would make a ton of sense. I know running backs aren't valued, and we only have one go. You know, thirty second last year at this time. I don't know that the Jets, Miami a second time, the Steelers would all pass on Harris and ATN to get to this point. I kind of think there'll be two when it's all said and done. But this would be an ideal landing spot for ATN, don't you think? Definitely. So you think both both running backs ultimately go in the first round? I do. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's where we are through one round, according to Lance Zerline. Uh, when we come back, we're going to look at these players – 
uh, he selected here or he projected as first-rounders and try to rank them uh, for dynasty rookie drafts. Folks, with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now nearly impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. And why endear the pointless, you know, intimidating questions? And why wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing only the brand his warehouse happens to carry? You you have computers with access to rockauto.com and in your pocket on your phone. I mean, it's so much easier. These chain stores also have different price tiers for, for professional mechanics, First, you guys, I mean, the do-it-yourselfers. So rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are always reliably low. rockauto.com also offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear. Um, It's a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet if that's what you need. Uh, whether it's your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks to re- delivered directly to your door, of course. Uh, best of all, you know, they, as we mentioned, the rockauto.com prices are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on, all caps, two words, locked on, in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that we sent you. Uh, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. We've also been telling you about Built Bar for a long time. Really good uh, friends here with the whole Locked On Network. It's the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Uh, Built Bar is an amazing low-cal, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% delicious chocolate on all their bars. And now's the time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It's Built Bar Madness Month. And there's all these different matchups, these matchups going on, different flavors of Built Bars paired up against each other. So go to BuiltBar.com or to at Built underscore Bar on Twitter and check out all that, of course. Uh, use our promo code LOCKEDON15, or I'm sorry, LOCKED15, LOCKED15, LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's LOCKED15. You get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com and check out to see who's winning the matchups. The NFL Draft is weeks away. It's time to start following our Locked On NFL Draft duo. The Draft Dudes podcast watches every prospect so you don't have to. And the Locked On NFL Draft podcast is your daily draft news and mock draft podcast. Follow Locked On NFL Draft and the Draft Dudes on Radio.com app or wherever you get your podcast. Matt, we went through the first round NFL mock draft from Lance Zerline on NFL.com. He had 12 offensive skill players projected as first rounders, which fits perfectly. We'll try to rank these guys uh, What uh, to give you an idea of what your Superflex rookie draft might look like of course we know Najee Harris is going to show up in that first round uh, Rashad Bateman is is almost like uh, almost certain to show up in that first round as well uh, they were not in this mock so we'll we'll leave them out for now uh, but let's start at the top we still think Trevor Lawrence is going first I assume agreed with this scenario so we had Wilson to the Jets Lance to San Francisco Chase to Miami uh, Mac Jones to Carolina, Justin Fields to Denver, 
Kyle Pitts to the Giants. Who's your 1.02 here? Trey Lance. Again, just absolute trust in Shanahan. If they traded, if this is how it goes and they trade all these picks to go get him, they love him. Obviously, he's a phenomenal runner. So that's fantasy gold. I mean, if that's been my pick or not, it doesn't matter. I'm going to trust Kyle. Agree with that? I do agree with that. Both both Lance, or I'm sorry, both San Francisco and Atlanta at four, who has been rumored to take a quarterback, they didn't uh, they didn't hear in this mock. But assuming Garoppolo is still in San Francisco, do you do you penalize that player who whoever that might be behind Garoppolo behind Matt Ryan uh, because they might have to sit a year? It's not ideal, obviously, but. Everyone says that, too. The chances he sits a year are also pretty slim. I mean, maybe it's a Chiefs, Mahomes, Alex Smith situation. Most people say that. Few people do it. Right. All right, let's look at 1.03. I think for me this would have to be Justin Fields. Even though he was the ninth pick, he was the uh, he was the fifth quarterback drafted. I want Justin Fields in Denver. He walks into a nice situation Let's make him the third pick. 1.04, who do you have? Ooh, Jones versus Wilson's tough for me. I'm going to go Wilson. I just think Jones' lack of legs is a real detriment here. So you're, you're not considering Jamar Chase or Travis Etienne quite yet? Not yet, no. Still hammering quarterbacks in this super flex format. Um, ooh, 1.05. I think uh, I think I'm going Jamar Chase here. Right, okay. I'll follow Jamar that up Chase with AT- in Miami. I'll follow that up with ATN. Backs are just so all right. You know, I mean, four nets there that doesn't help us cause this year, but backs are just so valuable, and that's a great situation. At seven, we've got to go Mac Jones. Yes. Uh, whether he's sitting behind Teddy or he is the starter from day one, I think he's a value here at this point. Uh, based on this mock draft. That certainly feels like, uh, well, maybe not the end of the tier. There's there's one more player. Do you think it's Pitts next at the eight spot? Absolutely. I, I almost took him yeah. higher. Yeah. yeah, there we go. So that's, that's the end of the tier. You can certainly argue about uh, the order of these eight players. Uh, and it's not really one tier. Trevor Lawrence is kind of in his own tier. And then, and then two through eight is, is next. Uh, according to to most people, um, but looking at the rest of the names available, uh, it, it definitely feels like a drop off. Yeah. At least in my opinion, from Pitts to them. Agreed. Uh, One point oh nine. We've got Devonte Smith to the Lions, Jalen Waddle in Philly, Terrace Marshall, Baltimore, Elijah Moore, New Orleans. Who would be your ninth ranked player from that group? Not to jump too ahead or generalize it all. I just kind of think Moore is cle- clearly twelve. And this is a conversation for me between the Bama guys. I like Waddle in the real world better, but I think Devontae Smith is a more heavily targeted player, especially where he lands versus where Waddle lands. I agree. I definitely think it's the the Bama guys next. So we'll put Smith at 9, Waddle at 10. That's Waddle in Philadelphia. Uh, That leaves Terrace Marshall to Baltimore. Uh, as the 11th ranked player. And, and like I mentioned, we know Najee Harris is going to be in this first round. Javante Williams will be too, I'm sure. Right, Javante Williams, right. So 
Um, that just shows you the depth of this class. We Marshall and Moore would be pushed to the to the second round. Um, potentially Jalen Waddle would even be a second rounder. Yeah. If you add add Javante Williams, add Najee Harris, uh, Najee Harris, add Rashad Bateman, um, then that also leaves Rondell Moore as a second rounder. If you've got an early second round pick in a super flex rookie draft, you're getting a really nice prospect. Yeah, you absolutely are. Um, you know, I think Marshall makes more sense to the Ravens in the real world than him adding to my fantasy team on a team that doesn't throw the ball very much. Yeah, yeah, very good point. That will do it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL, and I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.